My name is Thomas J. Bepko, and I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for over 17 years. I've hit rock bottom and been able to come back with a vengeance through gratitude, consistency, and resilience. Through the same principles, I've been able to grow my teams, scale my businesses, and mentor others to do the same. It's going to be about Thomas Bethko's story, about my story. Certain things that drive people, and, and I believe that there's a rare breed out there, and some of them don't even know that they have. 16th year in the business, I started taking social media seriously. Immediately, I saw the results. You have to help people. You have to do the right thing a day at a time. Through my experience, I can help a lot of people. A lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. We want to take you and push you to that limit to get you to where you want to be. And all I knew how to do was work. I knew how to work hard. I just didn't stop no matter what life threw at me. What's up, everybody? Thomas Bepko. I got episode 18 of the Thomas Bepko podcast. My boy, Fabian Durango, the insurance man of the 203. This guy's everywhere. If you don't know him, he's my boy. He's fucking great, dude. So it's a pleasure to have you, man. It's an honor to have you, dude, and, and to be basically a partner, right? So I um, I can appreciate that. So, I mean, obviously, we're starting to get to know each other, too, right, a little bit. So, we're going to get the people to listen to us, get to know Fabian. That's right. right? We'll be an open book for you, Tom. Dude, we love you it. Know, you know me and you are boys, man. Yep. Outside the business. Exactly. So exactly. We have a lot of the same, lot of the same goals, a lot of the same values, right? It's We're trying to do the same things, right? That's why we're here. Exactly. So, who is Fabian Durango? Fabian Durango. Who am I? I'm an ambitious man. However, it's all about God first, family, and then the hustle. I think me and you share that yes, a lot. That. Um, you know, I'm very passionate. I'm a passionate person. And once I put myself and my mind into something, I get it done. I get it done well. Yep. And that's pretty much why I'm very successful in what I do, and that's insurance. Yep. So while we're talking about the insurance, where can they find you? Where can, where they, can find they find me? Um, Fabian Durango, DurangoInsuranceAgency.com. We are on social media, uh, Durango Agency on Instagram, Durango Agency on Facebook. Watch out for our new TikTok channel. Yee. And you can always hit me on the cell. 203-667-9953. Always available. Always available. He is, man. Morning, noon, night, around the clock. You got to be, right? And we'll, we'll talk about that. If you're not available, the guy that's getting the deal is the guy that's available. That's right. That's right. If, if you're not available, somebody else is going to be. Exactly. Because people want real information real fast right now. Right? Exactly. So ooh, everybody's got that Uber mind, right? They want to click a button Bingo. and get that shit. Talking about that this morning again about... You know, do you take on Uber? Like being in the in the restaurant business right now, are people taking them on? Some people are against it, but you know, we, we could talk about that in a, on a different segment. But it's it's interesting to see everybody wants that shit quick. Exactly. We um. So you do property and casualty? Business. I do property and casualty. I'm a property and casualty specialist. Um, we do we specialize in um, homeowners, homeowners, flood, condo, renters. Now, when I say I specialize, it means we know how to work with our partners, yes. mortgage broker, realtors, attorneys, and then we deliver to our clients. Yes. And making that combination work is really what makes us successful. Yes. And the communication, I mean, we do, we do a ton of deals. I mean, you're there your the communication service. Key. The, the communications in, key. The, the if you guys that don't know the insurance business, it's another huge piece of just servicing your clients, right? It's a service-based business. And 
you're always available. Your communication is there, and I know your service is second to none. And we, I appreciate that. Thank you, man. You take it's care of our clients. It from you, brother. You keep, you take care of my clients. I, our agents, our friends, our loan officers. I appreciate that, even though I'm in the insurance space, right? Exactly. We were actually competitors at some point, but it's, it's, it's all love. We're right? working we're, together. We're working together, and we're trying to help as many people as we can get into homeownership. Exactly. Right? And we feel that if you can't win the game by yourself, right? You got to team up. Right, yep. in the ecosystem and make sure that the communication channels are there because, again, people want to get serviced and they want it fast and they want it now. Exactly. And if you're not doing that, it's going to be tough to, like we were talking about before this, to compete and stay afloat. Exactly. Exactly. And then what we do is we use technology as an ease of doing business. We're not replacing the personal touch. Yes. And that's what makes the Rango Insurance different. That's what makes me different. Keep just like you. I want the next thing, but I don't want to replace that personal you touch. You can't because it goes a long way. Everything's technology. It's like I want to be serviced some places, right? Like I want to like feel not special, but look, I'm spending my money like, wow, they went the extra mile. I mean, even shout out to your operations manager your wife she's she's amazing she is i gotta say <laughs> I, the I, I, I'm out there. we're talking <laughs> about service so shout out to gabriella if you guys that don't know she is gabriella one is a billion be here next yeah time. one in a trade next time we're gang we're gonna ask her to come on because let's let's but to talk about service she is i'm sure she's behind a lot of that as well right yeah, so we, we make a great team yeah you good know? for you man thank you good for thank you. you it's not easy but we make it work how did how did we meet how, through mutual agents i'm trying we to think met like our mutual first agents. through our maybe just what is that? i was, was that, I, I at total i was at total mortgage you was at total yeah you was at total okay um i think with eric eric Conn. it started with eric Conn. Me and Eric always bumped into each other in the insurance My boy, shout out to Econ. Shout out to Eric. That's the man E. He is. I got to get Eric's going to come on very soon, too. We um, All right, so yeah, so Eric did... Eric right, did Eric the introduction and we took it from there. But I definitely heard of you prior to that. And it was a good introduction yes, and we connected definitely. that. Yeah. Perfect. How did you how'd you get in the insurance business? So I got a pretty interesting story, I'm right? I'm dying to hear it. Um, very energetic, just like you. Very smart. However, when you're a teenager and you're sitting in a classroom, it's not a good thing, right? Yeah. So I'm over there getting good grades, but being a knucklehead, getting in trouble in school. So my father pulled me out of all the sports. Okay. I love sports. Okay. So he took the thing I love the most. Academics first. Yep. And he pretty much started putting me to work for free at his friend's jobs. But he would put me to work in a computer firm. Then he put me to work in a library. Huh. I told him. I can't, I need to interact with people. So finally, he drove me to his insurance broker's agency wow. without telling me, walks in, makes his insurance payment, goes, oh, by the way, my son is willing to organize all the paperwork in the back, right? This Good is 96. You. This is 96, Good brother. So there was paperwork. It's like, what? He's, he could start right now, literally. That's what the broker said. We just like, we don't have anybody to take care of all this. Can you start now? Yep, he can start now. Wow. What did you think of that moment? Do you remember I you was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. Looking back, though. Yeah, no, you know, I was pissed because he already tried to put me in, in so places how old, to so, work. So how old were you, 96? 16. 16. 16. 16. Okay, so you were born in um, 1980. I was born in 1980. And then... Um, you know, I want to make sure I do everything my father says with of the course. goal of getting back to sports. Okay. So I started doing the file room. The guy gave me a goal. Hey, if you get this file room organized in a month, I'll, I'll get you a nice desk. 
you know, I'll okay. you know, I'll give you yeah. some goals to be in the Step office. Just not, step, not just sit in the back pile of paperwork. Yeah, it's an opportunity. I did it in a week. Without him telling me, I was in the front helping the customer service rep for the agency. It's a large agency. And within like two, three months, people started asking for me, where's the young kid? Where's the young kid that serviced me? That took, you know, that he explained this to me. He took care of me. So at the end of the day, I fell in love with insurance. Where was this? Where was it? Uh, Port Chester, New York. Okay. Port Chester, New York. I grew About 30 up in Port Chester. Okay. Yep, yep. And, um, it borders Connecticut. It borders Connecticut. That's right. It's crazy because I had, I love being in Port Chester because we can jump to Greenwich, Norwalk, Stanford, or yeah. you can jump to the city. city. Even if you like want to go, in, even in like New York. Rochelle or like Rochelle. The Westchester Mall, like it's a great area. It's, yeah, it's I used really to, close to the city. I mean, I don't. I know kids nowadays don't do a lot of things um, independent anymore. But I remember being a teenager catching the train to New That's Rochelle, yeah. catching the bus to White Plains, Same catching the train to Stanford, yeah. and I was running around 13, 14, 15. Remember that Stanford was a different place. They were all yes. different places then. Yeah, like we used to hop every train. My, my mother used to get pissed. <laughs> I just she'd go to work right out of the train. See ya. We're yeah. out like six of us. You know, I wasn't a big. They would either skateboard or bike or roll bay. I would usually run or walk. I wasn't big. In, like, I skateboard. wouldn't even. And tell them when we didn't yeah. have school snow days. Yeah, I would just it. act like I'm going to school and then you know, I'm in New Rochelle, Fordham <laughs> Road, Stanford. Skiing off into the city. Oh, man. Fun times. So that, that's interesting. That's good for you, man. That's God willing, man. That's opera, and you took advantage of the opportunity at that yeah. point. Your father kind of gave it to you, but did you still sucked it up. You did the job right. You, did you see the opportunity insurance? Did you love insurance? Like I, immediately? I just fell in love with people okay. because there was no technology. There was no Google, no mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So people needed information directly from you. So you and a it. lot of the agents were busy. So I started asking questions to the agents and running back to the front and answering for the customers. And I just felt, I felt, Fulfillment, seeing a smile in their face, gratitude. Yeah. So that connection with that people and insurance yeah. was just a click, and I fell in love with it right away. I immediately, within six months, thanked my father, and I told my teacher, I'm going to be an insurance broker. That's it. Done. I had my mind set up. Good for you, It man. was all set and done from that moment. So that's some knowledge right there, right? <laughs> so you're 96. How long have you been doing insurance then? You so been insurance been doing, yeah, let's do the math. What? 17, 20, yeah. 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. Good for you. 18 years on my own. Yeah, good for you. And 25 years in the industry. So let's let's get into that. So you went into this place to carry the opportunity. When did you get licensed? Like, so I got licensed three days after my high school graduation, okay. 18 years old. Okay. Sorry, 19 years 19, old. Yeah. Three days after my high school graduation, I got my license. I was working as a non-licensed customer service right. agent. Yep. Got my license and immediately got a phone call from an agent in Norwalk saying, hey, I spoke to your boss in Port Chester. I need for you to come up to Norwalk, help me run this new agency. Really? I know you're bilingual. I know you're a hustler. You're killing it. You're you're 19 years old, but I'm going to give you a full-time position, pay for your college, come up. We'll take good care of you. And I just... Pretty much got the blessing from my from yeah. my boss saying, "Hey, I don't want to step on your toes. Yeah. You got me." And he's like, "No, I got you that connection." Oh, really? And then started pretty much. I built an agency from scratch in Norwalk. At 19. nineteen years old. Good for you, man. So um, we built it to be one of the largest agencies during that time from 99 to 03. Then I had a uh, company executive fly out from Illinois and offer me to open up my own 
insurance agency okay. with their backing. This was with Allstate at the Got time. Okay. So Allstate Insurance, I have to shout out to them. You know, yeah. at that moment, giving me an opportunity at 23 years old yeah. to open up my own agency. Good for you, man. And um, I ran with it. I Good. ran with it. It was funny because when I would go through all the trainings, people yeah. were thinking I was somebody's son. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just here oh, taking yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just here taking notes. Exactly. Yeah, you're through the new apprentice program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm opening up my you're own not, agency. Dude, I'm the broker, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the broker. Yeah. And at that time, you know, you don't see like you didn't see a lot of young people in the insurance industry, even real estate. Yeah. You know, you don't see the Casey's and the yeah. young guys the back then, business. the '90s, yeah. you know, early 2000s. You didn't see that, so it was, it was, it was hard, but it was fun being different, being the youngest in the group. You know, I had the opportunity. You know, I, I didn't. I figured out. I f- didn't know what the hell I wanted to do right after high school, and I ended up doing five years in fucking high school, and I hated it. But I graduated because so my grandmother passed away, and I made a a debt to her that I would graduate high school. So I went back to high school, did a fifth year in a summer school, and I got my diploma. And then I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do right now, dude? What am I gonna do? And I was like, oh, join the military, right? So then I I wanted to get out of here so bad, I joined the army, but. Before that, one of my good friends, he goes, Nate Schultz, you know, Nate from yep. Five Corner Auto. Shout out to Nate, Five, Co- Five Corner Auto. My boy, he goes, T, just get, just why don't you get your real estate license? And I'm like, nah, you know, my, my great aunt has her real estate license, you know? And that was just the mentality I had. Right. And I was like, I want right. to join the army. Right. And I, to this day, I kick myself in the ass. Nate, Nate's like, dude, dude go into real estate. Go into real estate. And I didn't. And I didn't. And when I got out of the army, that's when I got to started in the mortgage immediately into my real estate career. But and shout out to Nate, man. I, so that's very good for you for taking advantage of it because I didn't. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. But I was, you know, we have a lot of similarities. I used to tell my teacher, I don't know what I'm here for. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm in school for. Like, I, I'm not going to be a scientist. I'm not going to be an accountant. I know. I, but you got to get it done. You have to, yeah. Absolutely. I just, you know, hopefully my, my kids have a different experience in school. Hopefully they'll like right. school. You know, mine was more of a motivational disorder, right? I didn't, it didn't, I just didn't like it. I don't know why. It's not, not good. You got to stay in school when you, you love. They taught mortgage and real estate. If I had gotten, been able to get into that in like I got fourth an or a fifth in grade. Right, you, that. <laughs> you know, we like a real estate program after you know in high school or a prep. Banking, I don't know something banking, banking something. I don't know. That would have been cool. Yeah, but I didn't. Right. But fuck, fuck it. Who could? We're here now, dude. I'm excited. Exactly. We um. So what? So what's us talk? So social media, right? You're big on social. How how else do you market? Do you market a lot on social? I mean, obviously, I know you do. Right. Um. But but like budgets and stuff. Do you focus? I, I know your word of mouth, right? I know you like sponsors because you're everywhere. You run around. So talk about that. Right. So I want to be the local Coca Cola. I always tell people that I want to be the local guy Coca Cola. So um, my career started a lot with print ads. Okay. I used to do tons of print ads. When okay. social media came on, I was a little shy. Even yeah. websites, Google. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to website i'm the local guy yeah. you you come to me because of yeah. word of mouth yeah. but then i realized i'm missing a huge opportunity when my own clients could but you learn but you learn the service way to start right then it morphed into where when my clients were telling me they can't find yeah, me on then google you, then you got to adapt and this is early 90s um late 2000s I immediately jumped into social media, started posting personal stuff. I just wanted to keep everything personal. Yeah. And I realized, no, people want to know more about, about me. Yeah. My clients want to know more about my business. Yeah. And little by little, I just built up the social media following yeah. and treated it just like my business model. I want to be the local Coca-Cola. I want to be in front of you. I want you I want you to get to know me. I want to get to know you. Social media is a beautiful tool, man. 
It is, and you're, and I think you're, you're, you're the trendsetter, man. I'm, I'm looking up to what you're doing, I that, so man. I can, you know. I don't. I have the same type my... of mentality, right? The local <laughs> guy. We just want. I want to be the local guy that everybody comes to, just like you are, right? Like that. We right. see a lot of the same things. Like, look, why? Because I know the area, right? I know my profession. I take it personal. I was talking this morning. I was talking to a um, an, an architect early, and I was like, he said he gets upset like if somebody doesn't come back to him. I'm like, dude, if. I hear about somebody using another loan officer or another broker. I like to take it personal because it's not about really the money. It's about like I want to help. I'm in this business in this business. Like I'm in the relationship business, business, homie. I'm in the relationship business and my name and and all this word of mouth. Like that's a big piece of who I am too. And then you get this opportunity to talk to more people and more people get to know you, right, just by posting. And I think that that's cool. And I, I, I see all your engagement, bro. I see all your posts. It's great, dude. You've created this following. And, uh, and I appreciate that you're saying about me. We've, we want to create the following. We want to be that local, that hyper local. It's only way we're going to be able to compete with the Zillows, with, with the big companies coming in. Every real estate brokerage wants to have a mortgage company, an insurance company. They're doing their own ecosystem. We've been doing it for a while. Bill Ravis did it first, right? But, you know, this is what – you have to communicate. You have to have your team. You That's have to have right. your team. You got to communicate and you have to treat everybody in that transaction as a partner. It can't be transactional. You got to be relationshipable, right? You got to be in it's the relationship. It's all about the relationship and the communication and working so together. Because you bro. just said it. Our competitors, Silo, Google, Dude, these big companies, hard, yeah. and they want to take over our market. They're not we got to protect them and work together. Exactly. They're That's not what it's gonna, all about. They're not going to come in and come into my town or your town. It's going to be hard, right? right. Because they want the local Coca-Cola guy that has the good name that two generations have used that company, right? So right. that's what we're going after. And I think that with all the hype right now, especially with Zillow last night buying um, what well, we knew they were going to purchase showing time. I mean, they're just trying to get all the data, but and it sucks. But you either got to get a piece of it or you got to just go get it somewhere else, right? Exactly. I like Zillow to get a piece of it, but it's creating a lot of turmoil. People are pissed. We know it. We can't do anything about it, right? They're coming. I remember, I remember back in the mid-2000s when people were flipping out when um, clients were looking up houses online. They thought yeah. the real estate, the realtors were going to go out of business because clients were going online finding their own houses yeah. instead of giving them a whole bunch of sheet of papers yeah. and going around I got looking the, at Look at my book. I got the book. Nobody can see it. Exactly. Right? Oh, but now the information, they know more about the property half the time than, than the agent does. It's making your job easier, and, so you just got to adapt. You gotta adapt. Adapt or die. Can't cry. Adapt or die. That's adapt. Right. You adapt. You can't cry, and, or you're gonna die. That's right. You're gonna become obsolete, and it's it, you know it's a clear message. Like it's it's proofs in the pudding. Like you can see some people. It's just you gotta get fucking. You gotta adapt or die. So I see you out, in, obviously out of a lot of the events and the word of mouth, and I'm sure it's created a culture in your business, right? Correct. It's like we're big on culture. Why be in total? I know that you guys are big in the culture and the social events. So how do you think do you? How, you know, I don't know really. It's just created, right? I don't think you can make culture. I think it just happens. It just right? happens. It's in you. It's so, in you. So exactly. I built the culture of connecting with people, being able to be reachable. Yes. Being able to be resourceful. Yes. That's the, the culture I built around my business and how, you know, right now I have 25 people under me and that's all I tell them. We want to be resourceful. Yes. We don't want to. Yes. Price is important. 
what we do from an insurance standpoint is important, but you want to be resourceful. Yeah. So the culture of my business is let's be resourceful and let's partner up with everyone in our community, yeah. from the alderman yeah. in, 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 our, in, in our local agency to the mortgage broker to the realtor to the car sales guy because we all service in the community. Yeah. The pizza guy, we, we share a lot of the similarities yeah. of going out to the local restaurants where we eat and highlight it. Because we want that. We, I want to show them off. That's my spot. Yo. Exactly. That's my, that's, my, that's my pizza place. Exactly. So, that's the deli that's my favorite coffee spot yeah. right so you want to come here let's tell you where the best coffee spot in fairfield is shot right you donut in shout out to jakey jake <laughs> healy at donut in but we um look i i like i don't know i've always liked being that guy and that creates a culture and the social aspect and you get it to reach more people and i i, I actually am really excited about this episode because we're really connecting here and i'm getting to know you a little better right, right. you know we're, we have a lot in common so and we're kicking it um so let's we talked about the family piece right so I know with me, I have to not set boundaries, but I have to make a conscious effort to kind of unplug sometimes. And I we, remember I bumped into you in Norwalk. Right, right, right. So right. being an entrepreneur, I mean, I know it, it it affects my family life or it challenges me to to adapt or maneuver in different ways. To You want to talk about that? Because yeah, it's, it's man, tough I got right a funny now. story, right? So um, our babysitter thinks that me and my wife are crazy <laughs> because we have a very strict rule. Okay. At work, we deal with work. We don't deal with personal matters. And at home, we don't deal with things from work. Good. So at home, in the morning, we're juggling, right? Yeah. Got three kids, school, this, that. Get Phone's ready. going off. Phone's going off. You know, <laughs> 7 a.m., somebody has a fire, right? <laughs> you know? Text, uh, emails, social. Oh, God. We got 25 people. So, you know, I'm running late, this, that, and the third. It's better stuff. be at the office. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we hold off. From not talking about work Good. until we fucking close the door. And then immediately when we close the front door, we start having a business meeting on our way to our cars Good. and in our driveway. Good. And we deal with everything we have to deal with right there. So then we separate. We go different Good. ways. And then we actually on the phone having a full business meeting driving to You're our You're talking about you location. and Gabriella. Me and my wife. So yes. Your I'm partner. She, my partner. She's my partner. partner and during her. the day, my lovely wife. During night, or okay. vice versa, She's depending on the day. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So that way we keep the same. Yeah. You know, that yeah, we you keep set the, the boundaries. Exactly. Set the boundaries, and we and sometimes we're having dinner, or we're sitting there having breakfast, or, or on a Saturday afternoon, and then she may want to come up with a story about a scenario at work, and I give her that look, like, okay, good. Well, but, uh, but no, but we're not talking about this. Right That's now. good, man. And vice versa. So is that hard to do? Yeah, it is hard to do, but we developed yeah. we developed the, the habit, and it's Trained cool, and it works. It. Like I'm dying to tell her something mm-hmm. about work, and it's important. I'm telling you, it's like. Important, but I won't do it. I, I won't. Do I it. got anxiety thinking. I won't about do it. it. I Holy got yeah. shit. I'm bit I'm like, but I won't do it because then, you, then everybody in the house, yeah, it's, it, it's hearing that energy. So it's hard to unplug, but we have. Well, that that's matters. the secret to being a partner with your wife, right? right. There. That's right. one of the secrets to your success. Correct. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Good for yeah. you, man. That's fucking yeah. good. I don't know if I could do. It. <laughs> I, mean, I would try. I mean, obviously, I could do anything for my family. That's my right. why, right? Right. So it right. sounds like, look, is that so? Your family motivates you, right? That right. seems like. That's strict boundaries, which is pretty impressive. Like, that's fucking cool, man. Good for you. Um, and look, I guess the, the family, like the customer service, what else motivates you? Like What, what, what motivates me is to deliver. Okay. You know, what motivates me is to deliver. Um, the, you know, getting a call and somebody saying, hey, I was highly referred by you. 
that motivates me. Like, that damn, I'm doing right a good there. job. Yeah, I better get that. That's, do a that's better my sh- goal, man. That, I like that. Forget the money, the success. That's, that to me fulfills me. Yeah. And even more when someone says, hey, I spoke to your team. Yeah. I spoke to your wife. You know, I spoke to XYZ person in your office. They were great. Yeah. I'm gonna direct no highlight. Now that. I'm now I know I'm you're doing valid, what you're yeah. doing. I'm motivating others to step up. Yeah. I wanna build the net to me or yeah. the better me. Yeah. That's yeah. my goal, right? That's what's challenging me as an entrepreneur. I wanna build within my entity a better me to to keep growing the business. It's a difficult task. Tell me about There's it. multiple, I'm sure. Yeah. Discipline, you're, you're working with. Yeah. Discipline, hard motivation, work. hard work, gratitude. Yep. And having patience. Perseverance, I understand patience. People want everything right away, but success takes Especially time. Especially now. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. It, it's, it's swing. My mother used to say, T, you're swinging for the fences. or you're sh- No, you're shooting from the hip. Right. right. And like, look, nothing really, from my experience, like, look, my mortgage license, like my, I have a similar story mortgage where I got in young and I became broker later. But I say it like. Be, that loan officer license is so like near and dear. My broker's license is too. It morphed into that. Now it's like this different. But I learned a lot in that first part of my career. And it was a different world out there 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 18 years ago when I got in. Right. Yep. And especially now seeing just the transition and the young, you know, it's tough to teach an old dog new tricks That's too. Right. right. And it's tough for a lot of people that don't want to adapt. They have to adapt right now and they still want to adapt. Like I can't, I can't pay attention. Yep. It's not even worth the time, right? Unless you adapt and move and make moves, stay ahead, right? Go the extra mile, stay ahead, everybody, be innovative, like have those values and that mentality all day, all night, fucking all day long, all day strong. Yeah. You'll be successful. That's right. You know, and if you could, I like, sometimes I like the newer agents because they're coachable. Yes. Right? Yes. You get a young coachable guy right now is very powerful because he understands the tech. He's like a fucking sponge and he's willing to, to do anything. Right? That's the guy you want. That's exactly it. That's what that's what scares me in my industry. It's like so many old dogs, you know, and breaking those habits. Sometimes I got to talk to the people in my industry. Like, yeah. listen, you got to step outside the box. It's, it's if you don't die. step outside the box, yeah. you're going like to adapt it's, to that. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to keep up the pace, especially with the technology, because things are moving fast, bro. Exactly. People are getting information and they're getting food in less than five minutes. Exactly. Delivered to their door, right? So remember, I remember I used to go to a, you know, say I go on a business trip. What's the, what restaurant you recommend? Where should I eat yeah, dinner? Now you just, in two seconds, ooh. you find, you, you've got 10 yeah. options or 15 or 100 options, right? And then, so yeah. and then you too keep, bad, too bad, the two bad people out of 5,000 had a bad experience and those reviews at the top and then that sucks for that restaurant right that's there. right so if you guys get review have bad reviews for the haters just get more reviews and bury them tip of the day what's that a hack dominga is that a hack to bury to bury bad reviews you got to get more reviews got it. to bury reviews you got to respond to them all right I'm just that's a one of the hacks where i'm big in reviews because it becomes searchable organic traffic yep. especially in our business on zillow when people ask yeah. me, for example, Fabian, anything I can do, because we do help out a lot of people, whether yeah. it's a client, you a do. partner. You tell me. We always go the Sunday extra night. <laughs> I'm on the phone. I need a policy, dude. Come on. <laughs> you know, I need to. I need to. I need to like, get the car coming in. Oh, man. We get we get things on, and the yeah. one thing I say, listen, all I need from you is just to let everyone know the great experience you have with me, my business, and my team. Shout out to my team, because yeah. uh, they made things happen. A lot of time, I'm just a communicator. 
Yeah. I'm taking in the information, yeah. passing Passion. it off, and they're making me look like a superstar, but they're the real they're the real superstar. You're also making sure it gets delivered though. That's right. right? That's yeah, right. I'm the sure communication man. Yeah. I follow up, I make yeah. sure it gets done. That's why people go, Fabian, you're too busy. That I you know, I don't want to bother you. Listen, you're not bothering me. Mm-hmm. I got a process in place yeah. where I know what my role is, and that's to make sure things get delivered. Yeah. It's good. It's a good motto. Yeah. What would you – so I like this question. What would, what would you ta- tell like a new entrepreneur getting in the insurance business? Like, a new entrepreneur getting into so the insurance yeah, business. Yeah, a young cat like us, yep. 20 years old, whatever. Like, look, I'm ready to rock. I'll go stack your mail for – and I'll rearrange your room. What do, right. I, what do you tell them? Immediately put yourself in the customer's shoes. Okay. Based on that, whatever scenario comes your way, how would, it, how would you like to be treated? How would you like that to get done? And then look for resources, myself, your coworkers, to get it done. Yes. Never say you cannot you do it. And you can't win a game by yourself. Exactly. You're not going to win by yourself. And then that way you're going to learn in every single transaction how to make yourself a better insurance agent. Because you can have a license, you can take the courses, but at the end of the day is how you deliver it to people. Okay. And then utilize technology to promote what you do. And make things easier. I mean, I got into the insurance industry where we had paper oh, applications. I get it. I can't believe I was doing writing mortgages. I still do it. <laughs> oh, paper. But on a piece of paper, you do it on a napkin if you want to, right? And and have, you know, in the insurance industry is a slow, you know, things it, it does it's not like real estate and mortgage yeah, where you right. can blow up in a year, you know. Right. It's gonna take three to five years, so you just gotta be patient. I know. Minimum. Patience. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, how long have I been in the insurance business now? Probably six years, right? What, yeah, yeah, it was about six, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, God bless you, man. Thank I've you. I've learned the hard way in the insurance business. <laughs> Shout out to Fabian for It's, it's all it's service. Man. It's all. It's nothing. It's all service. I mean, you get it, and then you got to hold on to it. You got to make sure your clients are serviced all the time, 24 7, no matter what, and make sure you get back to them right away if you don't pick up the call when they call. Right? That's right. In any right. business, but it's that's good. Like that's that hustle in the insurance. You understand that, and that's right. why you're very good at what you do, right? You understand the insurance business, even in life. Like you understand, you got to be there. Your relationships, all these partnerships we talk about, the local pizza guy, the local, the mailman, the, all these partnerships because we're in the relationship business, right? right. You got to be able to service these people too. Exactly. Right? So I want to take sometimes. I'm like, damn, I gotta take on more. Bite. What did she? My, my grandma used to tell me. I, I can bite more than I can chew. Wait, she said it many times. I didn't pay attention. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Right. right. Perfect. Guess what? And I always do that. So abundance. So, I always do it too. So yeah, br- br- a lot, a lot, a lot of everything. Just come I need in. a lot. I yeah. need I can't. a lot of everything. I love it. I love it. So is there any specific like times where a customer like make change your career? Not change your career. Like. A moment where like blew your mind in your career, like maybe helping you, you got somebody in a, a deal done you didn't couldn't get done, and you got it done, and you felt like a hero. You, and yeah, those pop up. Those pop up definitely, okay. and and that's when because that's when the partnership, be, that's when a transaction becomes a relationship, yes. and then a partnership. Yeah. Definitely, because insurance is very transactional. Yeah. You know, these big corporations, the onlines, yeah. I'm going to be real with you. They don't care about the customer. They care about numbers. Of course. And if well, you're interrupting yeah. that that pipeline, you're just annoying them. Yeah. You, we actually like that customer. and We like to embrace it and get shit to deliver. So we save deals where, oh, you know, Geico canceled the policy in the middle of the of the transaction and now we can't close because their binder is no longer good. Yeah. What can it. you do for us? Yeah. 
I get it done. Or the DTIs and stuff. Yeah. Fabian, what can you do with the insurance? Well, there's ways that we can manip not manipulate. There's ways that we can work out the policy so it works out for yeah. the ratios. Absolutely. And the mortgage brokers love that because they can't get that from a square yeah, online company, it's, it's, it from it an algorithm, yeah, from yeah. a website. It gets tough. Plus, I mean, look, if you're servicing, they see you serving. You're, I mean, you're in the streets, bro. You're out and about. Obviously, with COVID, it's a lot more difficult right, right. now. But we're both like in that game where you're out and about. You're always out there servicing, right? And that goes a long way because people see that. Like, oh, dude, he's servicing me on my end. And my clients are raving about him. Like, this dude's really servicing people. And you're staying top of mind. And there we go, right? And that's how you build your name. And you got to keep that pace. Right? And, and we built a process where we can, within a certain amount of time, truly execute and explain people what they're getting. Yeah. So people love it. I called educated. three places, four places. Nobody, nobody educated Nobody me. told me anything. So you got to educate too. Love it. Um, and so if you were in my shoes right right now, would you have asked anything that I didn't to you? Did you want to talk about anything? Did you want to uh, say something? Like, i just like to kind of uh, broaden out how big we are like yeah. in the local community. Let's so Fabian, so talk to, tell me a little bit more about Durango Insurance. What's your footprint in, in, okay. in Connecticut? Okay, Got perfect. So no, let's talk about it. What's your footprint in Connecticut? How big is Durango Insurance? Right. So Durango Insurance right now, we have five retail locations, Stanford, Norwalk, Bridgeport, New Haven, um, New Britain. Uh, we are the number one insurance brokerage in the state of Connecticut for Progressive, which is Good huge. For you. Yeah. Progressive, Good for you. Progressive is uh, the fourth largest insurance company in the United States. We hold the largest home auto book of business. And with our other partners, we're actually the top broker as well. So we're very, very Good proud you, of that. One Good of the you. largest family owned and operated businesses in the industry. And we're looking to grow. We just went into Jersey. We just went into New York. We're finally finalizing Florida. We've okay. been talking this forever. It's tough. Uh, so the reason why I never really was so aggressive into going outside Connecticut, because like you say, I want to worry about my hometown first and deliver. But now after 25 years, I mean, I'm sure you have the experience yeah. and the, you know, you're ready to, you're ready to take that to scale. Yes. And I yes. love that because we're doing, we do the same thing. I'm both from TMS to YB. I mean, we're just in Durango, baby. That's Let's right. go. That's right. Let's go. So let them know where, so on social media, where can they find you again? Give your, Dur yeah. Durango Agency on Instagram, Durango Agency on Facebook, Fabian Durango on Facebook. And just Google Durango Insurance. You'll yeah. pull up all five of our locations. We're there, baby. We're, we're here to take care of you. Durango's everywhere. Fabian's everywhere. <laughs> Shout out to Durango Insurance. And thanks for coming on, bro. Thanks for having it's me, been a pleasure, I appreciate it. It's an honor, brother. It's an honor. Thank you, man.